You are listening to The Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 81. This is The Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At The Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing. You should do. Well, hello, 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 everyone. How are you? My name is Scott Wellens, and I am your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor. By day, I am a fee-only certified financial planner for a company that I own, Fortress Planning Group. And today's episode is, are you a hands-on or hands-off investor? Maybe you don't even know what you are or you think you're one, but you're actually the other. But before we get to the topic, a couple people emailed me last week and said, Scott, you screwed up on the editing. It was cool listening to your kids do the introduction on the podcast, but you didn't edit any of the background talk out. And honestly, That was my intention. And maybe you knew that, or maybe you didn't. Maybe you just thought, man, this is just an amateur podcast. Well, guess what? It is an amateur podcast. So I thought it'd be cool just to have them in for the whole deal. And I hope that you like that too. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode number 80, go to bestinwealth.com, click on episode 80, and give it a listen. Especially if you're about to buy a brand new car, because that's what that episode is all about. And if you don't go to your computer, obviously, I think uh, a lot of people are listening to this show via iTunes or the iTunes podcast app or Stitcher or, or any of the number of podcast apps that are out there. Just seek for episode number 80. So last week, though, who was helping me out? That was my first grader and my third grader. I do also have a daughter who just finished her freshman year of college and she was out job hunting yesterday she has a job she doesn't love it very much it's a campus job she's got to work overnights and she used to be a server and really really wants to be a server again so she hit the pavement you know she started out just filling out a couple of online applications I said you got to get out there you got to go meet the manager get applications on the spot, ask to introduce yourself to the manager or the owner of the restaurant so they get to know you and what a great person you are. I know I'm a little biased, but she is. She's awesome. So she started doing that yesterday. And then I got a phone call from her about an hour and a half later. said, Dad, no one will talk to me. When I walk into a, a restaurant, someone hands me an application but says, I cannot talk to the owner or the manager, that they are not there or that they are busy, and then I just leave. And she was so discouraged, and she said, I checked out all the restaurants, Dad. This is going nowhere. And this is time Dad gives a little bit of advice. How many how many parents out there give advice, and you feel like your kids are just rolling their eyes? Well, that's what I felt like, but I told her. I said, Chloe, 
Do not give up on this. Number one, there's no way you've been to all the restaurants in the greater Milwaukee area. That's just crazy. But number two, this is it's all about timing. And the more you put yourself out there and the more restaurants you walk in, there might be one that is desperate for you, that is actually hiring right now. And the awesome, great part about this was the very next restaurant she walked into in Milwaukee. Great restaurant. I looked it up online. Looks like an awesome chef. And she walks in and she asks if they're hiring. And the person behind the bar said, well, I'm not sure. And this woman then comes running down the stairs and said, what, what? Did you check out my ad? I just posted it an hour ago. And Chloe said, no, I've just been walking around. And on the spot, she had an interview yesterday. And she's going in tonight to work. Dad was right. Persistence will win. I hope she stops rolling her eyes. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. Are you a hands-on or hands-off investor? And how do we determine your best approach to investing for retirement. I can't give credit to this title. I must give credit to a gentleman by the name of Scott Spann. And you can find him over at financialfinesse.com. He's a certified financial planner. And he did an article about this, which I'm going to post in the show notes. And I'll read you a little bit about the article and then I'll add my two cents because this is a very important topic. I mean, we start out choosing investment options for our 401k. We are responsible for that. Nobody else is doing that for us. And that in and of itself can be a challenge. We don't have all the knowledge or confidence or we're not informed about the decisions. And the process itself can be so emotional and test our resolve in good times and in bad. Investing, like I tell you over and over again, is an extremely emotional experience. Taking the first step and actually investing and putting a percentage of your income away in your 401k or IRA, that's an important step. But just saving isn't enough because if you're, if you're not investing in the right types of investments based on your goals and time horizon, well, you might be doing yourself a little more harm than good because every investor, either big or small, you need some sort of an investment plan. This is the investment policy statement that I talk about over and over again because if you don't have an investment plan, you might be hurting your chances of of reaching a very important goal in life, which is financial freedom or as some people call it, retirement. The very first thing you should do, Scott says, is review your own personality. Do you like the investment process? Do you have the time to research everything you need to research in order to have a good investment policy statement? And if you're doing the research, do you know the things to look at that are important to your investment plan? And lastly, do you understand your own risk tolerance, which is an extremely essential part of this whole process? I mean, really, how comfortable are you with an aggressive portfolio, a moderate one or a conservative one? Where do you land 
And this all starts by reviewing your investor personality. Do you prefer a hands-on or hands-off approach? People who prefer a hands-on approach or hands-on investors, they usually prefer being more actively involved in the process of designing the investment portfolio for retirement. They want to set up this allocation by themselves. Maybe that's you. Maybe you prefer a hands-on approach. And that hands-on approach might mean that you have a specific investment philosophy that you're following. Maybe it's actively managed mutual funds or, or passively managed. Maybe it's single stocks. And you may enjoy doing everything it takes to keep that portfolio right where it needs to be at the right risk level for your season of life. So Scott put together a checklist on some bullet points that I'm going to share with you right now so you can determine whether a lot of these fit you and maybe you're a hands-on investor. So this includes regularly monitoring and reviewing your account performance. Are you someone who looks at your statement every day or every week or every quarter or every year or maybe never? A hands-on investor does a routine fee analysis on all of their investments. They have confidence in their own ability to make important investment decisions. They prefer customizing investment allocations. They regularly research the details of individual stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, and other investments. They desire creating a portfolio that is tax efficient. They rebalance their investments on a routine basis. Those are the things that are listed in the article, but adding to that is once you're retired, it's optimizing the asset class drawdown. If you're looking to get monthly income from your retirement portfolio, which assets are you drawing down on? Which asset class in any given month? The small cap, the large cap, the international, the emerging, the short-term bonds, the long-term bonds, the real estate? Which ones are appropriate to draw down on at any given time. Plus, asset allocation can play a key role. Knowing which assets go into which accounts for tax optimization. And there's many options. If this fits you, there are some 401k plans because you know a lot of them you need to make or you have maybe 20 selections, investment selections. But a lot of 401ks now allow you to do self-directed retirement accounts, which actually takes the money, moves it over to a brokerage account, and then you have all the various investment options. What about a hands-off investor? What about that? We've talked about the hands-on. Are you a hands-off investor? If you are, you typically are looking for simple investment solutions. Think about it as a, a preference for one-stop shopping. Usually, hands-off investor, they seek pre-mixed asset allocation portfolios like target date retirement funds or asset allocation funds or professionally managed portfolios or even use an online investment platform, some sort of robo-advisor. And these more hands-off approaches, well, they rely on some sort of professional guidance to set up the investment portfolio strategy and that maybe it does some automatic rebalancing for you. This tends to suit people 
who want to just set it and forget it. Some of the, the popular bullet points to tell whether or not you're a hands-off investor would be you typically do not check your account on a regular basis. You lack the confidence in your own ability to choose your own investments. A hands-off investor prefers a pre-mixed portfolio or a set it and have somebody else monitor it approach. They generally are unfamiliar with the structure of individual stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, REITs, or other investments. A hands-off investor rarely makes asset allocation updates or changes. They do not rebalance their account on a regular basis, and they're not really concerned about tax efficiency. And when it comes down to withdrawing from the portfolio, getting income after you retire, they don't know where to begin when it comes to optimizing the asset class drawdown strategy or asset location for tax efficiency. So if you're a hands-off investor and you have less than a couple hundred thousand dollars, you should consider using some sort of low-cost passive investment strategy that focus on asset allocation, finding someone to help you a little bit with your risk tolerance, and using a set it and forget it. That's why in 401ks, those target date funds are great for people. The only thing about those target date funds in my opinion, is once those assets start to get up over two or $300,000, now you're probably better off having somebody really help you develop a component strategy of large cap, large cap value, small cap, small cap value, these same asset classes in developed countries, in emerging countries, and having some real estate in the portfolio and instituting asset location. Why this is so important, especially as you move to want to draw from your portfolio once you hit financial freedom. Now you're all set for asset drawdown optimization. There are a lot of good do-it-yourself methods for hands-off investors if their portfolio is small enough where you wouldn't gain the benefit of all these other points that I'm talking about. And really, when it comes to investing, one of the most difficult things to do is to take the emotions out of our own money. And when you're taking a hands-off approach, whether it's using a target date fund or hiring a certified financial planner, now either you have somebody else that can be objective about your money or you're not looking at it every week or every month with the fluctuations of the market that can just drive you crazy enough to sell your assets at the worst possible time. So after reading those bullet points on a hands-on investor, Is that you? Do most of those bullet points fit within your personality and what you're doing currently? And maybe some of those bullet points you're not doing right now, which means you ought to start figuring some of this stuff out and do it, which I know you will because you're hands-on. And if you're a hands-off investor, if, if those bullet points fit you, 
Do not feel as though you're not doing enough. If you're under that $200,000, $300,000 level, you're probably doing better than a lot of hands-on investors that are a little emotional about the decisions that they're making. But maybe you've been hands-off, but now your portfolio has reached a level where you need some professional guidance, where you need a true certified financial planner. And you can find them in your area by going to the website, the CFP board website, letsmakeaplan.org. And there you can research all the different certified financial planners in your area. And if you have questions, certainly email me, text me anytime. Uh, Don't text me. I mean email scott at bestandwealth.com. I would be more than happy to do a second opinion on your portfolio and let you know where you stand, whether you're hands-on or hands-off. That is completely complimentary. So, I want you to go through this week and figure out, are you doing everything you need to with your investments? And next week, we'll talk about the true value of advice. That's all I have for you now. I hope everyone has an unbelievable week. I know it's warm here in Milwaukee, at least today. Might see some thunderstorms. Have a great, great week. I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance with compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.